little old Margo and Steven. Yep. So we're gonna we're, it's gonna be streamlined. Little old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you you give me the pitch and I whack it out of the park. Okay. Touchdown. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of MQA Sunday with Margot and Steven. This one is a mini with just Margot and Steve. Today we'll be discussing Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. Take a seat at our kitchen table and join the conversation. Oh, I love that. Thanks. <clears throat> okay, so because it's a mini... As always, we're using the beta lesson, which is our small group process here at Mary Queen of the Apostles, Salem, Massachusetts. You, too, can join us by downloading the lesson plan or just reading along on our website. It's readable from from wh- whatever, wherever you are. Yeah. You can check it out. Mobile, desktop, printer. Print. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, pr- you know, get there, join <laughs> us, or just listen along. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done this. We're also... It? We're recording this on Thursdays. Normally, we record on Sundays. Right. So. So it's been like a week and a half. So much has changed. Right. Yeah. Lou right? was our last guest. Yeah. Mm. He was great. He's he great. He was great. We love Lou. Yeah. But uh, today, listener, viewer, you are our guest. And I'm like the Wendy show. You're co-hosting with us today. Am I Leah Remini now? You. I, I want to be Leah. Yeah. I saw a <laughs> clip from that. It, She's awesome. She's pretty funny. Watch out, Wendy Williams. She's matching. Leah Remini is after you, mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm. She's coming for you. Okay. She flew JetBlue, by the was way. It? I was trying to yeah. figure out if it was JetBlue. I, of course, she's Leah. Blue, but I couldn't tell, really. She's with Mint. <laughs> okay. Wow, we're really focused today. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We always start with an icebreaker. And today, there are two. Uh, tell us what you had for breakfast this morning and something you want for Christmas this year. Um, Steven, and um, I've been doing these kind bar, these kind breakfast bars. It's mm-hmm. all chocolate, and it's the only one that doesn't have nuts in it because I'm allergic to some nuts. Okay. So they're really good, and they're actually really filling, so that's nice. Okay. And something I want for Christmas is um, I want to go back to having family experiences rather than gifts. Oh. So my family a couple years ago switched from gifts to experiences. And okay. then during the last couple of years, we switched to gifts, which mm-hmm. I don't appreciate. You don't appreciate the gifts people give you? Correct. Okay. I just rather... That tracks. Rather go to like a concert together and mm-hmm. eat dinner. It's just nicer to spend more time Gosh. with my family rather than oh, that's really getting nice. something that I don't need or want or... Huh. A trinket. You know how I feel about trinkets. So. I do. I think my version of that would like the best gift, uh, like experience gift someone could give me would be to make plans with me and then cancel them. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that <would> be, Done. <laughs> that would be perfect for me. <laughs> oh, I can't like, wait until that backfires. So nice. uh, no, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't I think can't it wait. can. What if you like prepare like... No, that's even better. That's even better. Like you bought things for this event yeah. and, and all that. Really? Okay. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, as for me, I had two fried eggs with mozzarella on top, like over medium. Okay. Three slices of bacon. And we've been, oh, this is not interesting, 
We have these low carb wraps that we cut yeah, and toast. I know. You're right. Thanks. It was not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So did you put them all in a wrap and you no, like eat it as no, a burrito? No, I cut it into eight pieces and toast them on okay. the stove top. And then I eat them like, like bread. Okay. With butter. Okay. And for Christmas... <laughs> You know, we have joked about doing a podcast where we drink wine and talk about a TV show. And yeah. clearly it's not. We don't need the wine today. No. I don't know. Oh, and now you're yawning. This is. Well, I mean, this is the that one. breakfast just bored me. How do you wake up after that? <laughs> this is obviously the episode we're submitting for <laughs> awards. Yes. <clears throat> for Christmas, I would like a kitten. I'm just I'm just going to throw really? it out there. Sure, why not? A kitten. A kitten for Charlie. I literally have everything I need. So oh, that's nice. more, wow. more than I need. Wow, 1% over here. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm a 1%. No, that's nice. I know you talked about your cat wanting a kitten. Well, I you think my think, cat yeah. needs a kitten right. to play with. Even though you have another cat. I have another cat, but she is not interested. She does not want a kitten. She does not. She's the Margot of the pair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her I'm getting a kitten and then not. And she'll be sad. I think Charlie the cat will would enjoy it. He would love it. Especially if that kitten had a laser on its back. Oh my gosh. That's a dream come true. Right. Okay. okay, we know too much about each other. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> okay, so here's what's going to happen. We're gonna, I'm going to read the gospel one time through. We're going to take a minute just to kind of soak it in, see what God's trying to say to us through the gospel this week. I swear to you, if you ask, God will point something out to you that mm. is important for you. And maybe you're the only person who will understand how or why you and God are meeting in this word. So... Today's gospel, as uh, Stephen said, is from the gospel of Mark. We're in chapter 10, and here we go. They came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately, he regained his sight and followed him on the way. Take a minute, just soak that in. If you have it in front of you, maybe read it back again. What stands out? Okay, only other guest. <laughs> What uh, what stands out to you from this? That we talked about this before, like it's the faith mm-hmm. that was the healing part, right? The right. faith in in Christ was a, that that was the thing that yep. made it happen. Yeah, I right? think the that's miracle. so interesting, right? Because he doesn't even kind of I don't know. He doesn't ask him to do anything. No, right? He, he just, well, he just asks him, "What do you want?" Right. He doesn't ask him to like sin no more right he doesn't ask him to even follow him Mm -hmm. he just says 
basically because you were brave enough to ask because you believed in me enough to ask you're you're all set i also think that that like it's the physical uh he can see now but also like i hope that the community sees it differently too Mm. that you just have to Take that, cur- that that step forward to Christ, mm. and he will de- deliver. That's beautiful, Stephen. Thanks. Uh, the expression has been used here before in the Gospel of Mark, way back in chapter 5. He said to someone, daughter, your faith has made you well. I know who that is. That's the woman who was hemorrhaging, who touched his garment. Oh, okay. So... I think that's interesting because it, throughout the gospel, there's different ways Jesus heals people, right? Okay. Do you remember the week that he spat in the mud? Yes. Right? And then there's a, the blind, no, the deaf man mm-hmm. who was mute. And he put his fingers in his ears yes, right. and put spit on his finger and his tongue, right? Mm-hmm. And here he's like, you're all set. Right. Well, he's, he's like, <laughs> I got, I got bigger things to go busy. do. Yeah, yeah. That's true because he is at Jericho. They mentioned he's in Jericho, which is like the last stop before he gets to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. I see. So when they say so, that's important. Yeah, when they say he's on his way, um, that he came, followed him on his way. I think is the last line of the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on his way, on the way to Jerusalem. Okay, which is interesting. It's right? just interesting that the crowd. Is telling him to stop. So yeah. this must be a new crowd, right? Because they've seen him. They've seen him heal, right? And how he deals with people, right? Which makes sense because if he's moving, there's going to be some people oh, that yeah. don't follow him all the way, right? Why do you think? What would make a person in the crowd say? Well, I think it's the the culture, right? You're, if you're blind or if you're sick, it's mm-hmm. because God hates you. Mm-hmm. So they're like, shush. Yeah. Or if he, he might be talking. Yeah. Be preaching. Yep. Or I'm thinking they could be wanting to be healed. Like they could. Why are they following him around? They've heard amazing right. things about him, right? Yeah. So maybe they're well, that's like, true. <clears throat> they're like, I have athlete's foot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this will be right. healed from just hanging out with them. But but okay, I'm, this is my fantasy, right? Okay. I'm making this story up. Imagine there's people in the crowd who want healing but don't ask for it mm-hmm. because. They don't believe it's possible, right? Yeah. Or they expect it just to be done without any movement. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But do you know you know that person who asks for what they want and you're like, I I want that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I just am imagining that maybe that's why the people in the crowd are like oh, Right. We've <laughs> been following him for thirty <laughs> yards. You've been sitting by Listen, the side of the road. Son of Timaeus, whatever the name is. <laughs> Timaeus. Timaeus. Yeah. Bar Timaeus. That's that's Hebrew. Bar means son of. Oh. How about that? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never thought of that, that other people I want know. healing. It's a, I mean, it it's, is annoying when people ask what true. they want. <laughs> so true. <I> agree. <laughs> when you're like, damn, I should have been that. I should have yes. done it. Why didn't I ask for that? Uh Okay, but why is he calling him son of David? Is that like the lineage? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he so this blind man is is giving him some props of of saying who he really is. Yeah, good catch. Okay. so son of David, the uh, the I believe, and this is not part of my actual research for this week, but 
I believe it was expected that the Messiah would come from the house of David. David, right. Right? So he's acknowledging that he's part of this mm-hmm. tribe. Lineage. Right? But he's also, he's seeing who Jesus is. Uh, okay? Right, right. Which is so seeing. ironic, right? Yeah. Because one, he's blind. Yeah. And B, the people who have been following him around do not, who can see, can cannot see, do not see who he is. Yeah. His very closest friends. Right. Over and over have not seen <laughs> who he is. Right. Hmm. hmm. Well, they do have, you know, I've heard that if you're blind, you have heightened sight sentences uh, yep. over all the other ones. I have so heard that as well. Maybe it's spiritual as well. Maybe. But that's cool. I think that's, that's. Isn't that so neat? I love I that. wonder, I wonder when he was like, son of David, everyone was like, oh. Like, and that's when Jesus spoke. He right. stood still. So he was like moving. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just I'm, love these little details. I do too. Take heart. I Give do up. too. He's calling you. When I think about why those little details are there, mm. I think whoever wrote this was like vividly remembering it. Okay. This may not be true either, but I imagine they're like, and then he stood still. Right. Like it was like. He stood still and he, he stopped. said, yeah, yeah, like uh, to me, the details that this author, the author of the gospel of Mark includes are the ones that stood out to him mm-hmm. in the telling of the story, which I think is su- such a cool thing. Yeah. Cause I think it's probably, he, he was, he stopped like he wasn't too busy to be right? like, you're healed and continue walking. Right. Yeah, it's a little little details of that. That's pretty cool. I think that's pretty neat. Like, there are lots of details missing, right? They're not talking about what he was wearing or what he was saying as he walked or who was right. next to him or, or what the weather well, was like. Well, if he like. was like the only one that was healed. Right, right. So. Oh, that's a good point. It's funny because this is what I love about Beta mm. and about MQOA Sunday. Like I've heard this gospel 47 times-ish. Right. I mean, yeah, ish. with your age divided by that's nice <laughs> sure. three years. Yeah, oh that yeah, makes sense. thanks. My age divided by three is forty-seven, Stephen. <laughs> I said ish. We're just gonna keep rolling. <laughs> I've heard this gospel a lot of times, and I, it never occurred to me before today to think about the details that were not there. Right. 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 I love that about this this conversation we get to have about the gospel that you can hear it so many times, and every mm-hmm. time you do. Which is why I said at the beginning, if you ask God to point something out to you, God absolutely will. Mm-hmm. And it'll be different this time from the next time. And I, I think there's just value in asking. Right. Yeah. The When we do this for the children's liturgy mm-hmm. uh, at our morning masses, the, the big thing that they said is, is, is courage. Courage enough to say, to ask what you want for. Oh. So I think it's, it's very true. It's very true. Because we do get to a point where we do... F- we can feel that we don't need to we can't ask for what we really want Mm -hmm. from god or 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 we maybe ask him too much (laughs) you know um so it becomes like a a wish list rather than a a conversation yeah so it's a little bit in the middle but it's he so freely heals um yeah but he and and that must just throw everyone off right it it, and still today right right because still um, like this weekend we had a baptism and adult mm-hmm. baptism at our five o'clock mass. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was great. But before we would <coughs> baptize her, before the church would baptize her, 
she had to do some preparation. She had mm-hmm. to be uh, able to recite, well, basically to acknowledge and agree to the creed. She needed to be um, prepared. She needed to show up at a certain time. Mm-hmm. She needed a sponsor. And I think that's an interesting contrast right. to how Jesus offers healing and salvation. That last word, on the way, is used, is sort of a double meaning because it is on the way to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. but it's also the name that they kind of called Christianity at first. Oh, on the way. So they, they were followers on the way mm. of Jesus. That's cool. Right? That's very cool. And he, you know, just... Let him, let him in, yeah. basically, without right. any kind of vetting. Well, I think like the son of David is probably enough for him, mm-hmm. for Jesus to be like, yep. Yeah, you're probably Teacher, right. yep. Finally, someone knows who I am. Right, it takes a blind man <laughs> Not to Not like know. these meatheads that have been following me around every day. Yeah. On the way. So he must have, he could have been there um, with palms. He absolutely could have. Yeah. Yeah, he absolutely could That's have been. Cool right there and the and talking about back to son of david we have a reading i think one gospel mm-hmm. I, don't, I think maybe around christmas or maybe easter mm-hmm. where we name everybody oh sure yep christmas we talk about the, the lineage the right lineage, okay yeah. so if you if you're really interested come to christmas do you know usually i think mostly <laughs> uh, like we avoid that reading oh. because it is uh <laughs> it's, it's hard it's a list and of it's names. long and it's yeah. not that board that it's not telling it doesn't tell no, anything the, obviously it proves to to a certain group which i don't think needs proven anymore <laughs> well that's a fair point yeah. ah but i did go to christmas mass once where they preached on that reading okay and he looked at some of the names in that list and pointed out that so many of them were very unexpected people okay. to bring forth the messiah Oh, well, right. lots of like boneheads and sinners mm-hmm. and not so great people, people. Okay. and women. <gasps> yeah. And That's it's cool. really interesting. So, so if they we, preach on that, yeah. there's something to dive into. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. That's very, very cool. cool. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Hey there, Margo Warren here, your pastoral associate. And I'm Stephen Antonio, your director of family engagement. We're here from Mary Queen of the Apostles Parish in Salem, Massachusetts. And one of the things that makes this parish so special is that we really care about healing. We have a team of people always ready to pray for you and your healing. And we have programs and ministries designed to help everyone in search of healing, especially spiritual healing. And we have a healing prayer um, every second Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. at Immaculate Conception Parish, where you can join and speak to one of our healing team members, and they'll pray over you for whatever spiritual healing or mental healing that you need. Or if you'd like to make an appointment with our pastor or with someone from our healing team, you can do that too. Yeah, and all that information and more information can be found on our website, mqa.org slash healing. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back. Um we have some discussion questions that I really love this week, so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you through them yep. through the ordeal of asking them. Uh, last week, Jesus asked his disciples, "By the way, what do you want me to do for you?" They said, "Do you remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We want glory." Right. This week, he asks the blind man, Bartimaeus, "What do you want?" He says, "I want to see," mm. which again, big difference Ying-yang. from yeah. the outsider and the insider. Mm-hmm. We 
see, I said there wasn't much more background to talk about, but one thing I love about the Gospel of Mark is that the wrong people see who Jesus is. Right. And the right people miss it. Yep. I love that. Yeah, I'm really growing into Mark a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so do you have a sense of if Jesus stumbled in here through the curtains? Yeah. And asked, what do you want from me? Right. What what would I what would yeah, be would my you answer? Have something? I mean, I always go to to patience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love to know. So mm-hmm. just like a little touch of knowledge of just like I saw the future. Okay, cool. Oh. Yeah, thinking like sci fi. But definitely patience. Oh gosh. Patience is a trick request, I think. Do you remember do you remember the movie with Steve Carell and he was like Bruce Almighty? Building? Yes. Okay. And there was another one like it, right? Evan Almighty. Maybe it was it was one He's of those. Evan, yeah. Where the wife asks for patience Mm -hmm. and someone visits her in a coffee shop and says, hey, if you ask God for patience, do you think God is going to give you patience or is God going to give you opportunities to develop patience? Right. Right. It's asking for trouble, really. Yeah. And that's how I I do think that that when we do ask God for things, mm. he doesn't give it to us. He gives us opportunities yeah. for us to choose right. to be whatever we're asking oh, for. He gives us what we need and not necessarily how we want it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like we ask for courage. He's going to, he's going to give you opportunities like, to be courage, yeah. to be courageous. Ugh. Yeah. And then that, that, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And so, Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to change your answer? No, no. Because I like to see results, and I think God works on a bigger picture than I can. So mm. there's that. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think you may also then <laughs> be talking about trust. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Sure. Careful what you wish for. Right. What about you? Oh, my, you know. Is it the heart? Poor God. I'm always pestering mm. God for knowledge. I want to know. Oh, right. You right. know, I want to know how the story ends. Because, yeah. and then, like, I, this is my bargain with God. I go, mm-hmm. just tell me how it ends. Yeah. I will do whatever horrible crap happens before that, yeah. as long as I can just know how it ends. Right, right. And God says, eh, yeah, well, that's not how this works. So, do you like Wikipedia movies yes. before? Oh, okay. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I am. Okay. I I am DB. Okay. All right. Everything I watch just about and read the the comments and the goofs and all that. Uh, before trivia. before you even dive in. During. During. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do that with scary movies. Oh, that's see, that's smart. To help me. Yeah. <laughs> with that. Um. So yeah, that's my. I but I realized a few years ago I'm working on this because I think this is like my biggest sort of sin against god mm-hmm. right because if i'm asking for the knowledge gosh like do i not trust that god's gonna see me through every situation like can't i just right yeah be obedient or be surrendered yeah right right and the answer is no i cannot right <laughs> but i'm working on it <laughs> um Tell me this. I think you'll like this question. Okay. What is to be learned from this story by the church, especially like our... Okay. So here we go. (laughs) 
Okay. Take down. Do you want to take a minute? No, okay. take down the barriers. Yeah. I think the church needs to bring down, break down the barriers. I think we need to trust in the Holy Spirit more when it comes to individual people. I think that if someone's coming through the last 20 years, if anyone's coming to get married, baptized, if they're just coming, yeah, you should be so grateful because mm-hmm. there's just so much in the world that's telling you no. Yeah. So I think that it needs just to be more welcoming and, um, and be like Jesus in this point where like they're coming, they're fighting through the crowd, mm-hmm. which is the culture. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, Jesus, you're my teacher. I just need to see. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, your faith alone yeah. does that. So I think there's man, and I include myself in this man loves structure and loves mm-hmm. like um, to-do lists and yeah. one leads to another. And so I get that when it comes to prepping and preparing. We like a plan. We like a plan. But mm-hmm. I think the spirit doesn't work that way. And I think if so, we need to put our... We need to see the spirit more mm-hmm. in people, in indiv- individuals. Okay, I like that. I think <laughs> it that that tirade ended in a bit more positive direction yeah, of course. <laughs> than, of course. than it started, yeah. which is classic, Stephen. Mm-hmm. What do you think? This, I mean, is there stuff our parish has to learn from this reading? Yeah, I think so. I, I think we can. We um, we need to listen to those who are calling out. Mm. Who might be a little bit quieter, mm-hmm. who are not loud enough for the crowd to, they're, they're too loud, they're too soft for the crowd to, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we need to listen to the little voices and we need to, again, trust in the spirit that the, that there's something happening in people mm-hmm. that we can't see or maybe not uh, determine, but, and continuing, I mean, we do, we are a very forward thinking parish. We, I all hear all the time, which is so nice is that we're welcoming. And mm-hmm. I think that's a huge leap forward. Yeah. But, um, yeah, to just like continuous yeah. to stay on that path. I, the guy who started young life, which is mm. this non-denominational youth ministry, um, program organization, he was famous for saying it's a sin to bore a teenager with the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, <coughs> and I think it's true that in some places, you know, at its worst, at our worst, mm-hmm. the church can put up barriers, unnecessary barriers right. to, that keep people away from Jesus. The church can see itself as a bouncer yeah, instead of a welcomer. Mm-hmm. Um, deciding who's worthy enough or who's prepared enough or who's ready yeah. enough. Right. Um, but almost as bad is boring people. Right. Yeah. Um, my husband is a youth minister, as you know, and he said, he came home from work on Sunday and he said, a, a teenager said to him, you know, I've been coming to this church for nine years and it's never challenged me. Huh. I've never been challenged or asked anything. Hmm. <laughs> she's like, and she wasn't saying it critically. She no. was just like coming to this revelation like, well, this has been almost a complete waste of my time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my husband then went back to his team and was like, okay, we need to, this, this is a, you know, this is not good. No, no, no. We, we want to be 
challenging because the the gospel is challenging. It's right. challenging to love, but we can lose people and we can put a barrier between that love, that healing, mm-hmm. uh, and others, even just if we don't do it. So it's not boring. Right. 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 And the gospels are as relevant as they ever were. Absolutely. But we need to do some like reconnecting ourselves as right. well. Right. And um, I hope that people find it welcoming and, and, and real here. Yeah. And not just a bunch of like a maze, like a corn maze. It's kind of what's funny, I think, is that we're a small parish. Yeah. And that that goes against people's instincts about what a good parish should be. Mm. Like if it's good, it should be big, right? Right. But what I love about being a small parish is that we can do things personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> was at mass on Sunday night, the night of this baptism, mm-hmm. which was beautiful in itself, but made more beautiful because I know her story yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. But even I was, I was so choked up during the communion song, which was here I am Lord, which is a song that means something to me, mm-hmm. but also like coming up that center aisle and looking around and knowing every person there and knowing a piece of their stories right. and like the intersection of this one's physical pain and this one's grief and this one's burnout mm-hmm. and this one's, you know, desire to be loved yeah, and this one's joy. Mm-hmm. It just about knocked me out. Yeah. Like to be standing at the center of that many stories. Whew. That that's a great case for for you know programs or things that we do that f- is focused on community and mm-hmm. to and personalized too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you can do that in a classroom setting. You know, you have to do something like that comes through Alpha. I mean, yeah. most of the people that go come to our five o'clock mass have gone through alpha. So you have personally see them through right as that MC. So yeah, I I mean, it's nice to know that. I want to read you one of the quotes from the beta this week. Okay. Um, This is from a priest's blog somewhere. He says, (coughs) sorry about that. He says, faith starts with the humility of recognizing ourselves as needy of salvation. It entails interior and exterior struggle, and it culminates in an intimate encounter with Jesus. There is no intimacy without vulnerability. Intimacy is what God seeks, mm-hmm. and our vulnerability is its catalyst. Yep. I think this vulnerability, right, is is one way that churches can stumble because they don't want to f- they don't want to feel vulnerable right. with the people who approach them, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, don't come in here and try to get married without having some sort of a connection to this parish. Right, right. Because that makes us look vulnerable. That makes us look like we're just giving it away. Right. Right? Right. <laughs> but look at look at the story of the gospel when it comes to after Jesus died and, he, and it, the disciples were very vulnerable, hiding, mm-hmm. scared, mm-hmm. and that's when the Holy Spirit came. Right. So... Th- it's right there. Right. It's when we do have to ourselves, we have to bring knock down that guard for Mm -hmm. God to be able to from really for us to accept what God has given. Yeah. So it does make sense, but it also does make sense to the church. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're the best. And so, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to be more humble, more humble. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good time to, 
invite people to check out our church, yeah. which we are obviously proud of because it mm-hmm. is small. It's personal. Um, we believe in the power of Christ to heal. Yeah. And we believe in the power of community to heal too, yeah. through just being able to be vulnerable with each other, have relationships that support each other. Um, and you can dive in wherever you're at in your faith journey, whether mm-hmm. you're brand new to the idea of Christianity or you're a lifelong Catholic who has forgotten everything they learned in CCD. Yeah. Um, come and come and jump in because we that's what we're here for and we're happy to have you mm-hmm. should we take one more break yeah let's see what um our pastor thinks of this, this gospel let's do it being blind is one of the afflictions in the gospels that jesus treats uh, rather radically and extraordinarily with one of the great miracle with his great miracles and today in the gospels that's what we're we're witnessing uh, the, the cure of bartimaeus but there's other blindness in the gospel today there's the blindness of people who uh, only want jesus to uh, walk by blind bartimaeus they want him to ignore him to not see him and to and as importantly not hear him but luckily that's not the way that god treats us god hears us calling out God hears us uh, calling out for our for vision of him to be able to see him more clearly. And so this day we see this extraordinary uh, miracle of healing for, for Bartimaeus. And what's really wonderful about this little, uh, little vignette is that after Jesus heals Bartimaeus, he gives him a choice. He says, you're free to go. Your faith healed you. So you have no responsibility for, to me now. I'm, I didn't give this to you because I was expecting something from you. Uh, you you're free to go on your way. And I'm sure there were th- thousands of things that Bartimaeus wanted to see, uh, perhaps his family, uh, depending on his age, perhaps his children, or all the other different things that Bartimaeus might have been missing uh, by, with his blindness. But he chose instead to follow Jesus on the way on the way to Jerusalem. That's where Jesus was heading as he met Bartimaeus. He's now in this part of the gospel is journeying towards Jerusalem for the, the ultimate um, service to all of us in giving his, uh, by his death and resurrection. But along the way, Jesus again invites everyone at whatever moment to come and join him and to follow him as one of his disciples. And that's the message for all of us too, that Uh, We are called to be people who, having seen Jesus, having been healed by Jesus, if uh, not our blindness, then some other, the doubt of our faith, our inability to see God in our lives, or the doubt that we have that causes us to say God doesn't exist, or God doesn't know me or doesn't help me. That blindness that we have, our spiritual blindness, can be cured and healed. And then once it's cured and healed, we have the same response as Bartimaeus. We're free to go our own way, or we're free to follow Jesus Christ as his disciples. And so as we gather this weekend, uh, that's the challenge for all of us to uh, cry out to the Lord for healing and uh, receive the healing and then decide ourselves that we want to continue to follow Jesus on our way. And may God bless you in this week. And we're back. back. Welcome back. Uh, Thanks, Father Murray. That was amazing. Mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> we love our pastor and we think you will too. Great. He by accidentantly FaceTime with us today. He it was did. really nice. He did. Yeah. Okay. So final takeaways. If you were preaching on this this weekend in oh. a Catholic parish, what would you focus on? Two things. Okay. Who who in the community, who in your household, who who do you know that's calling out for Jesus and can't be heard? Ah, oh, Stephen, that's beautiful. <laughs> and then how can you mm-hmm. be unblind? What areas do you okay. need to, to see? If it were me, I would be preaching a lot during the Gospel of Mark about the wrong people and the right people. Yeah. And how <clears throat> sometimes... Sometimes it's the church that judges whether people are wrong or right enough, but sometimes it's the people sitting in our pews Mm -hmm. who are not inviting other people in or who are not welcoming strangers or who are looking at people with judgment. Right. 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 Um, And we have to be careful not to be part of that crowd. That's like step away, wrong person. Right. I think that's what I would say. I like that. Because there's definitely, there's more people that should be in church than who shouldn't be in church. Yeah. Like, by a long shot. Right, right. That's, uh, the Pope Francis says it's a hospital for sinners, not a prize for saints. Right. Communion, Eucharist. We believe that Mm. here at MQOA. We really do. If you are loving uh, being part of this conversation... Like we said, the beta group lesson is available every week on our website and you can grab a friend of yours or someone else's, I guess, and just start meeting and talking through this lesson plan together. Mm -hmm. As you can see, you don't have to be any kind of biblical (laughs) scholar to make this work. You can just have your own kitchen table conversation. Or if you'd like to just jump in and see, jump jump into a a group that's already going, Mm We have one that's open on Monday mornings and they are always open to new people. So you can get in touch with us and we will connect you with them to get you started with a beta group. Yeah, And if you are seeking any type of healing, either physical or spiritual, we have a monthly healing prayer with our healing team on the first second Tuesday of the month. Mm -hmm. And if you're in Salem uh, for the month of October, we also have that opportunity on Saturdays, I believe starting at three Mm -hmm. to about five, there's some adoration and some prayer and this all Catholicness, but there's also an opportunity (laughs) for you to just be in a prayerful state um, between some haunted houses or some great restaurants. If you're visiting Salem on Saturdays. Salem is crazy Mm -hmm. this month. And you know what? We're always here for you to pray for you, pray for your healing. If you need us, reach out. That's what we're, that's what we get paid the big bucks for. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And so we thank you for joining us this week for a mini. Mini-ish. Ish. Yeah. We got, we got sort of we off on cut a rant, out. didn't we? Um, <clears throat> but hey, that's the power of the gospel. That's the power of kitchen table conversations. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful week. MQA Sunday is brought to you by Mary Queen of the Apostles Parish, located in the historic city of Salem, Massachusetts. Your hosts are Margo Morin, Pastor Associate, and Stephen Antonio, the Director of Family Engagement. The show is recorded in Salem, Massachusetts, and edited by the staff of MQOA. The beta lesson is written by Margo Morin. Find out more about Mary Queen of the Apostles Parish on our website, mqoa.org.